0: Meaningless thought The shell is strong But the inside is right. It's time to be stirred The time is now The winds have changed Read the signs No time to hide The winds have changed
1: Millennia ago From the little cave on the tiny island of Podmos in the Aegean Sea, the heavens opened. Since then, the world has been fascinated by the cosmic upheaval brewing on the horizon of history. The upheaval is now upon us. It is within us. To some degree, it always has been. But there has been a sudden and violent shift in the affairs of the world. The winds have changed heaven will not be silent. Let's now join Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Koska, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and author of A Mother's Plea, For the Winds Have Changed. Together we can pave the way for a hopeful response to the signs of our times.
2: everybody and welcome to TGIF. Thank God it's Friday, although we haven't been on all week, you
1: know, (laughs) that's the thing. It's just craziness,
2: no, huh? Yeah. But anyway, here we are. Uh, Tony, Christina... Father, Uh, Father. I'm on the other side, and um, uh, someone else there, I don't (laughs) know, welcome. Uh, Jeez, it's been, so it's Friday, Children's Mass, yeah, always, uh, uh, and today's the Feast of the Presentation. Yes, Candle Mass. Candle Mass. It's the last
0: day of Christmas. Well, I still have my Christmas. if if you follow the old calendar, this is the last day of Christmas. Yes.
2: And and, you know, it's actually, actually, you know, interesting, because I heard this yesterday that... More people commit suicide in January than any other month. I, I, that's no. what I was told. And uh, Daniel, welcome, Daniel, the prophet, <laughs> the Daniel, Daniel, the prophet. Um, the, uh, but the, uh, and I thought, you know, wouldn't it be perhaps a benefit to all of us if we really did keep the old calendar and have Christmas from Christmas to the presentation that would take us right through the month of January, perpetuate yes. the celebration. Yeah, that's... That would be a month where people uh, do caroling, they visit yeah. each other. They you hopefully know, would be happy. Happier, all. yeah. What that's what I that's why I'll try never to
0: happen. do. Yeah. <laughs> we try our best. You tried
2: and you ended up in the hospital, but yeah. you're doing fine. You're doing better. I'm
0: still alive. <laughs> I almost went home, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah.
2: Still alive. That's still good alive. enough for me right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Very good. Not where
0: my were. time yet. <laughs>
2: not your time no we're happy you're here and uh we're praying for you thank you so much note.
0: I appreciate all the prayers um so,
2: gotta just be careful
0: I am being yep. very careful <laughs> I do not want to go through what I went through
2: <laughs> I'm sorry about that that's uh there's a lot of uh, it's part of the life it is right? yes uh let's uh pray pray <laughs> this has been Catholic schools week so I want to talk a little bit about that also about the presentation and and i i read you know it was so beautiful the first reading last night uh or yesterday but, but we have the mass in the evening at 7 and uh maybe touch on that uh, about uh, fatherhood and and manhood david going to his death king david and uh, his words to uh solomon his son it just it, it was really quite uh, uh like, gosh, i thought gosh don't know we need that today we really we need that. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll see if we get to it. And then you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I do want to share with uh, you a little bit of—and and maybe tie the presentation into Catholic Schools Week and, and even uh, the words of David. A- absolutely, it would, it would work. But let's see how, we'll see how it goes. Let's just oh, pray Lord, and we'll let the Holy Spirit uh, carry us, us through. Uh, we try not to get in the way. That's what we always pray. our pray every day, you know, God, don't let me get in the way, because I know I do. uh, So let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
3: Holy Mary, Mother of
2: God, pray
3: for us sinners,
2: now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Jesus, Jesus I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Eternal God, your mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible. Look kindly upon us, increase your mercy in us that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. O most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of mercy, at this most critical time, we entrust our nation and the entire world to your loving care Most Holy Mother, we beg you, reclaim this land and the world for the glory of your Son. Overwhelmed with the burden of the sins of our nation, sins of the world, we cry to you from the depths of our hearts and seek refuge in your motherly protection. Look down with mercy upon us and touch the hearts of our people. Open our our minds to great worthy human life and to the responsibilities that accompany human freedom. Free us from the falsehoods that lead to the evil of abortion and threaten the sanctity of family life. Grant our nation, grant the world the wisdom to proclaim that God's law is the foundation on which our lives are founded and should be built upon him, our Lord Jesus and that he alone is the true source of our cherished rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. O merciful Mother, give us the courage to reject the culture of death and the strength to build a new culture of life. And trusting in your most powerful intercession we pray, remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgin's our Mother. To thee do we come, before thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer us. O Mary conceived without sin, pray for us
3: who have recourse to thee.
2: O Mary, conceived without sin,
3: pray for us, who have recourse to thee.
2: O Mary, conceived without sin,
3: pray for us, who have recourse to thee.
2: St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Michael, the Archangel, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. So, I begin the week um, reflecting, because I had a meeting, because this is Catholic Schools week, that's coming to an end now, and I... Wanted to, uh, so I met with the teachers, the faculty, and all that on Monday, and wanted to go through uh, our mission and vision and core values, and just want to go through that, you know, very quickly because I just I I I think well I I like this, and I think we have to keep keep going back to this and ask ourselves, are we fulfilling the mission and the vision? Because this is certainly for the uh, the parish and the sanctuary of the Divine Mercy, but it should characterize. Our school, and and quite frankly, I think uh, it, this is basically the mission and the vision and the core values of the church. It's interesting how we went through this period where everybody had to do, you know, everybody you had, to, had to come up with this mission, you know, vision, your charism, all that kind of stuff. And but you know, isn't it all right there? In I mean, in sacred scripture, in the uh apostolic tradition the magisterial teachings uh Until so much somebody
3: of a, tells you it's not you know right, what I mean well
2: I mean, y- you it's, know it's, it's a it, no-brainer it's, it's kind of the it, well yeah you're right it's it's like you know okay this is uh we're in the what 21st century now and uh second uh, 21st century. century uh the second millennium or th- second yes or third. <laughs> You well, get me confused. I'm confused. Two thousand years, anyway. Right, since we the time of Christ, but 4,000 exactly. years if we go back to Abraham. I always yeah. go back to Abraham, you know, because they were Judeo Christians, right? And and I, and I think we have to uh, know the story uh, because we're you know we're we're falling into the same traps that people have fallen into before, and it just doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't go well. Uh, good always always prevails. So, mm-hmm. but the, uh, the 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 parish. Uh, the sanctuary, but again, I think any parish should be a quiet refuge from the labor of life's journey where the soul is open to the transform, a transforming power of God's ever-abiding presence. Because we're all on a journey, right? Mm-hmm. We're all on a journey. We're, we're pilgrims on a journey. We're not going to be here forever. In fact, that's uh, uh, that brings me to those readings last night. Uh, as uh, David, is, just listen to these words of David, and then of course on, today on the Feast of the Presentation, but David said to Solomon, and th- this is reality, when the time of David's death drew near, so death draws near, because we're on a journey, when the time of David's death drew near, he gave these instructions to his son Solomon. He says, "I'm going the way of all flesh." This is something we have to think about every day, right? We should. I'm going the way of all flesh. Take courage, and be a man. It's just that right there. Take courage, and be a man. But and actually, you know, when you think about the the, the in the farewell discourse after the uh, institution of the holy Eucharist before Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane, what were his last words? to the apostles, take courage. No, he says, you're going to have trouble in this world. Take courage, be at peace, I've conquered the world. And so, here too, David, King David says, take courage and be a man, and be a man. I think men need to hear that. (laughs) I think we need to hear that today. Because I'm convinced that this is a crisis of our society. It is a crisis of manhood. And I do believe, and I know this is politi- political, politically incorrect, but that we need a healthy, holy patriarchy. That's what I'm thinking,
3: too. It seems that today there are those forces that say, this common sense, if you believe this, you're wrong for believing this. This is not what it is.
2: Our, we would have uh, a safe city yep. if we had fathers. Men, and, and, and not just you know, any man, you know, who, who looks to the horizon, sees what's coming, who, what's inherent in men is to be on the lookout to provide, protect, and prepare, right? Mm-hmm. Again, we've talked about this many times, but men, uh, they don't look, we don't sit in a circle, that's why uh, I, I got to be careful what I say. So I'm not going to say because <laughs> <laughs> like I'm hearing so well, we, 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 we don't we don't sit in circles, right? We, we stand shoulder to shoulder. We're looking outward, right? Women, they gather in circles. They're nurturers by nature. OK, so look at that sexist priest. Look what he's <laughs> saying. But anyway, but he says, you know, be a man, take courage, be a man. Keep the mandate of the Lord your God, following his his ways, observing the, his statutes, commands, ordinances, and decrees, as they are written in the law of Moses. I mean that is enough right there. I could go on and on, but that's that's this is everything. And David was a fallen man. We all know that. But you know, as somebody, I have, had the eighth grade class the other day, and we were talking about this, and um, they were in some kind of uh, somewhere, uh, they, but this. Priest said that uh, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall. We're sinners. The church is merciful, but out there there is no mercy. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> it's not merciful. The world is not merciful, and you know. I, and we and so we got into the whole thing about you know because he's eighth graders, you know. So so be careful. You know what you put on social media and all that kind of stuff because that stuff is there forever. It's going to come back to haunt you, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're dabbling in uh, behavior or uh, whatever, you know, that is contrary to your dignity, your nobility, your grace, and your responsibility as a human person created in the image and likeness of God, who's held to a high standard, who must, you know, enter into this discipline, stand on this narrow path. You're going to deviate, but you get back on the path, and you've got a responsibility for others as well. So careful about, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, social media, and all that kind of stuff. There's good there, but the, but at the same time, uh, the influence has huh. There's a lot of bad, right? So anyway, so that's that's what David said. Now, and on the feast of the presentation, uh, the, those beautiful words of uh, Simeon, the prophet, the priest, who was told by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he saw the messiah the christ and when jesus and mary bring i mean joseph and mary the blessed virgin bring jesus into the temple for the presentation 40 days after his birth according to the law to present him to god though he was god in the flesh but the second person of the trinity um as soon as Simeon saw them and I was reading something of this how they would have been in line because there would, there, would, there would have been many Coming for the blessing and for the for the presentation for the sacrifice because you may, may, had to make an offering a sacrifice, and uh, but uh, so so you think of the blessed mother and, and Saint Joseph who kept the law, Jesus himself he kept the law he, he observed uh, the Jewish uh, traditions because it was Jewish he was you know uh, but to go from that nation out to all nations that was the mandate go to all nations make disciples of all nations. Preach repentance, which is something we're not hearing today. You know, as everything is permissive, permissive. You know, God is love. It's, 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 We're not called into a hippie commune. We're called. <laughs> we're called down that narrow path right. that uh, the discipline of the faith held to a very high standard. Thank God, because we need that in order to safeguard some some semblance of peace and order in a disordered world. Uh, but anyway, Simeon. Uh, was moved, it was, so as, as he was in the temple, and the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph came in with a baby, a uh, Jesus. Uh, the Spirit, he was infused with the Spirit of God, Simeon was, and he said, and, and, and I just love this, and it's like David, because it's very natural. Death is natural. Uh, the most beautiful thing, really, when you think about it, because we're not condemned to be here forever, but we haven't, speaking of suicide, you know, I was saying that I heard that uh, there was some famous woman in uh, California, in LA, that just threw herself to her death. You know, people seem seemingly have everything, and everybody emulates uh, power and prestige and pleasure and all that. And yeah, you know, where does it? What, what does it leave you with? You know, I, I mean, I, I don't know what was going on in her heart, but anyway, um, the uh, Simeon said, "You know, Master, uh, to look into God." He says, "Now." Now let me die in peace, for my eyes have seen the salvation of my people. So let me depart, let me depart now from this world, knowing that my people are going to be fine. In other words, a Redeemer has come. And that he will be a light to the Gentiles, to the nations. And then he says to Mary, he says, this child... Looking to the mother, the child is destined for the fall and for the rise of many, and a sword will pierce your heart that the secret thoughts of many may be laid bare. And of course, Our Lady ponders, but it's a, a prophetic statement as to the suffer what well, she would suffer in union with her son, and that she would be there at the foot of the cross, basically the altar that upon which his blood is spilled there in the pain of labor, giving birth to children she never conceived in a moment's time, suffering the pain of labor, the fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah, you know, to solidify the family, right? Uh, mother and father, God the Father, so loved the world he sent his only begotten Son, not to condemn, but to save. The light came into the darkness, so we get Candlemas Day. Uh, this is the day when we bless candles. The light came into the darkness. Sad to say, people chose the darkness, they chose not to come into the light for fear their deeds be exposed. But um, in any case, uh, the family is solidified before the great gift of salvation. God the Father sent his only begotten Son, not to condemn but to save. He laid down his life before he went into death and re- in his resurrection. What was the last thing he did? He says, woman, these are your children, or this is your son. John represents all the disciples of Christ. Son, behold, this is your mother. And from that point, he took her into his home, into his heart. And uh, that solidifies the family, father and mother, and we are their children. Brothers and sisters of Christ, servants of God, disciples of Christ, um, members of the mystical body. Of christ the family of god and so it's ordered in a certain way that has to be safeguarded and protected and is under uh, unbelievable assault in this day and age in which we're living and the infiltration of that assault is most horribly felt from within not from without or with the influence of those who are outside but that, that, that in other words the, the evil that infiltrates Uh, Remember, and we'll take a break, Uh, Peter, I pray for you, Jesus said, because you need to know that Satan means to sift you all like wheat. So I pray for you that you strengthen your brothers. Satan means to sift you all like wheat. We cannot deviate from the reality of the spiritual battle that we have to endure in this world, in this life. And again, the Lord didn't deceive us. In this world you're going to have trouble, have courage. Be at peace, I've conquered the world. If you belong to me, the world will not accept you as its own. On account of my name, you will be hated. So we're fools to think we're going to accommodate or compromise or appease the world. Uh, and, and, and maybe we say, Okay, we're not going to compromise, but we're going to dumb it down. We'll be silent about our truth. In order not to offend, and to perhaps win over uh, those who will say, "Ah, you you get it," but (laughs) that doesn't work that way. No. So anyway, uh, there's an urgency to the time in which we're living. Uh, We'll take a break, and uh, uh, didn't even get into the mission and vision, but we'll get back to that. Get back. Uh, So don't go away. We'll be right back on Father Anthony. When's a change? On AM
1: 750 WNDZ. This is Catholic Schools Week, where in Catholic schools, where your child will learn faith, excellence, and service, where it is possible your child can take advantage of the excellence that is St. Stanislaus Koska Academy. I'm
2: Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Koska, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and you are listening to Through the
1: Winds of Change. Father Thomas Loya invites you to an experience of a lifetime. Join him along with Father Andrew Somerset and Laura Irachi for a Byzantine Catholic retreat and pilgrimage to Guadalupe, Mexico. Saturday through Saturday, this April the 20th through the 27th. In honor of Our Lady of Guadalupe, this retreat and pilgrimage to Guadalupe, Mexico is designed to offer you an experience of culture and faith as well as moments for personal and community prayer in the Byzantine Catholic tradition. There you will be able to venerate the miraculous image of Our Lady's image on Blessed Juan Diego's Tilma for complete information and to register for the Byzantine Catholic retreat and pilgrimage to Guadalupe, Mexico, Saturday through Saturday, this April 20th through the 27th. Visit the homepage of byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com.
2: Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Christine, speak.
0: Uh, my mic is popping. Now, now you're good. <laughs> is she sounding
2: okay from that I, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, you sound I can hear you. Okay. No, something happened. Something happened. Anyway, yeah. uh, so uh, anyway, that, uh, this, this idea that, you know, we, we, uh, we're, we're on this journey. We're in this pilgrimage, and uh, uh, as, as David said, uh, to Solomon, uh, you know, be a man, take courage, and keep the mandate of the Lord your God, following his ways, observing his statutes, commands, ordinances, and decrees. Well, really, that's basically what, uh, the, 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 the why and the necessity of the Catholic school. Uh, but, but going back to the, uh, the mission and the vision of the parish, uh, through our participation in the sacred mysteries of the Church, and through adoration of the Holy Eucharist, enveloped in the iconic monstrance, Our Lady of the Sign, the Ark of Mercy, which is our monstrance, humanity will be restored to its rightful identity, as conceived and created in the image and likeness of God, and a, a, an identity clothed in dignity, nobility, and grace. The grace of the Blessed Sacrament will assist the covenant people on its return to childlike trust in in Jesus and inspire enthusiasm. For the work of life, so this this idea that, and this is what we we try to inculcate, try to teach our children that you know they've been created in the image and likeness of God, loved into life. Uh, we we just don't come out of nowhere. I always ask them, you know, the, like I have the uh, eighth graders, so they're what uh, thirteen years old, 13, 14 maybe. And, him where were you 25 years ago you know and I, well, in the mind of God yes it's let uh, assume so otherwise you wouldn't be here um but anyway that you but you're created with this dignity with you know created in his image and likeness certainly we we suffer the effect of original sin that's why you know we're baptized just you know Jesus, or Joseph and Mary brought Jesus to the uh, temple, not for baptism, but to present him to God. Uh, the, you know, we're brought as, as infants for baptism. Uh, many would say, well, why do you baptize babies? I said, well, uh, you know, did you choose your parents? Uh, we didn't choose our parents. So, you know, God chose you. And your, your parents and your godparents have a responsibility uh, since we believe we come from God, we go to God, then it would be foolish not to be baptized, so that you can begin, the you're, you're brought into the body of Christ, cleansed of original sin, and you begin that process of formation. And then we have this obligation to form our young people in the life of grace, the life of God. Um, and so what are the, what are the core values you know, but that we need sacred silence that God's voice be heard And this is something I really really insist on because we're so inundated with so much noise we've got to give them create for them silence. so they come to the church in silence they leave in silence they come for adoration uh, I want and and they, and they th- this is something they they don't you don't they don't know it until you give it to them exactly that they need it uh, they learn to appreciate that. Um, The Holy Eucharist is God's unique and perfect presence among us. Emmanuel, God with us. He remains with us, truly comes to us in the Holy Eucharist. That the body and blood, that bread and wine, becomes the body and blood, soul and divinity of Christ, with a prayer of consecration, so that what you receive in Holy Communion, having offered your life, a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to god your spiritual worship just to try to relate this to the presentation every time we come to mass we're in a sense we're going into the temple to present ourselves to renew our covenant our fiat our yes to god and then we then we offer our lives and we are then disposed for communion to be fed with his body blood soul and divinity God with us, Emmanuel, I will not abandon you, I will not leave you orphans, I prepare a place for you that where I am you will be when you pass from this life to the next, again, going back to David, right, when he says, I'm going the way of all flesh, or Simeon says, Master, uh, let 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 me go in peace, let me die now in peace, for I've seen the salvation of my people. He fulfilled his obligation, his work, you know, we all have something to do. And he was a priest. And uh, so he had a, uh, he, 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 the, the charge to offer sacrifice and to intercede on behalf of the people. Uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary's solicitous care and concern for her children. Again, we've spoken about that, but that we have a mother. And uh, we're a family. And she has this solicitous care and concern for her children, and she, I always uh, say that she, is for for let's say for men, uh, she says, you know, you're not going to hide under my my uh, apron, <laughs> but I, I send you out with my son, and there you fight for your child, for for my children, right? You you, you battle for my children, a safeguard again, prepare, protect, provide, look to the horizon, see what's coming. Uh, the sacrificial, sacred character of the Church's mission and that of her members. Again, our love is sacrificial. Sacrificial and sacred. Uh, we're imbued with uh, the life of God, infused with the Spirit of God, which calls us into sacrifice. Sacrificial love. that I My life isn't centered in myself. It has to be centered in God. God, neighbor self, the two great commandments, love the Lord your God with all your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So i got to think beyond what I want, what I think I want, and think what is the uh, what's the better good for the present and future of our society, our civilization. Today we're completely disconnected, it seems to me. We don't think in such a way. Connection to the Jewish roots of our faith and the religious and spiritual traditions of the Catholic faith is is exemplified in the lives of the saints. In other words, there's got to be this connection, again, where have I come from, uh, so that I know who I am, what's expected of me, and where I'm going. I always think of the the Blessed Virgin Mary in the Magnificat when she said, she gives praise to God, our Father. And she says uh, to God, uh, I thank you, God, for having been faithful to the promise you made our father abraham she's very much attuned to her past in solidarity with her uh her descendants and so too must we be and she says all generations to come will call me blessed and we would hope that that would be uh the case uh, for our generation you wonder right a hundred years from now as they look back on our time are they going to call us blessed, or are they going to curse so. us? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, already, I, you yeah. wonder. I, it's just, uh, that's why it's, it's imperative that we, we live the faith, or, again, David to his son. You know, have courage, be a man, keep the, man, the mandate of the Lord your God, follow his ways, observe the statutes, commands, ordinances, and decrees as they are written in the law of Moses. So, there are these expectations. We're held to a very high standard. Uh, and of course, we look to the, sa- the saints, the church triumphant. They did their, uh, they lived the faith in their day and their time. They fought the good fight. Uh, they reformed, renewed the church. We have to do so in our day and our time. Uh, humility, modesty, hospitality to safeguard the sacred and the space of sanctuary. Again, humility is we need God, and that it's not about me. Uh, I've got to look beyond myself. Modesty, uh, its kind of a no-brainer, right? That I, I live in a modest way. Uh, hospitality, uh, that we are a welcoming, a warm, in other words, when people come before they might find Christ, you've got to find Christ in us. And so we need to exercise hospitality. Uh, detachment from many good things in life in order to be single-minded in our devotion to Christ. Uh, asceticism, detachment, you know, that we remove any kind of idolatry, any kind of anything that gets in the way that becomes uh, our false gods, right? But even detachment from good things in order to create the space for God, and to be single-minded in our devotion to Christ, and the fulfillment of the, the spiritual and the corporal works of mercy, no doubt, no doubt, that we have to be attend to the, the spiritual needs and the corporal needs of the people uh, that we walk with, a uh, humble recognition that we are sinners, and always in need of conversion. Again, before you take the speck out of your brother's eye, take the plank out of your own, that we are sinners. And we humbly acknowledge that Uh, joy in the incomprehensible desire of God to transform Mm -hmm. us through mercy, through his mercy. So joy in God's desire to transform us. And then finally vigilance and persevering prayer in preparation for the second coming of Christ again that's in keeping with the saints keep death before you you'll live a holy life because the world could go on a million years but truth to be told our days are numbered and as i was speaking to the teachers the other day you know we don't shy away from that in speaking with the children they need to be exposed to that reality you know so anyway that's kind of in in a nutshell our core values our mission and vision And uh, it was good to go back over that, but do you think we live that? We we try to live it in the parish. I'm hoping that uh, we just got to keep going back to that, don't you think? It's got to be told over and over Over and over again. Because I think these people, they don't
0: know. This is why it's so important to come to Mass, to church, to be reminded and stay connected so that what we receive here, we bring it back home.
2: Give us this day our daily Mm -hmm. bread. It's not just bread for the body but bread for the soul. So, it's, uh, the, it's, uh, and it's not it's not only the, certainly the Eucharistic gift you know the body, blood, soul and divinity of Christ Jesus who feeds us with himself, but it's the, the Word of God mm-hmm. you know that we not forget because we, we're just we're, we're especially today because we're inundated with so much noise yeah
0: that's right so
2: much noise, so many uh, you know the, no wonder these kids are so confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we have to, you know, fulfill the discipline, the law of God, that we assist at Mass, at least on Sundays, but that there be prayer in the home, that we create space in the home where we can, you know, pause and give gratitude to God for what God has given to us, to pray for one another, to pray for the world. Uh, this, should, this should be just something that happens uh, naturally yeah. in, in the home. And, and I think it's, at one point it was, because it was a common thing that families would pray the rosary, you know, that there would be the Angelus. You know, even in Ireland, do you know, yeah. over the uh, television, they would pray the Angelus. Everything would stop on TV at the 6 in the morning, noon hour, and 6 in the evening. And the whole country would—that was when it was a very Catholic country—and mm-hmm. the Angelus was prayed. So it was just—it was part of the culture. Wow. You think about that,
0: and so we have to go back to the base, bring, bring it back.
2: How can we? you, you, yeah, you think we think, can do that? I don't think it'll ever happen.
3: It has to start with, with the us. person, the inven- individual.
2: Well, it's 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 it's, it's like, Pope uh, Benedict like I said, you know, we it's it's going back to the remnant,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, to the uh, the Anawim, a small flock, uh, to, who will confound the wise of this world, uh, j- just because of the technology and social media, the power. Of all this, it's it's, it's a really really uh, strange time we're living in, and just the the, the rapidity with which things are changing, and not for the good, is is cause for concern. Uh, okay, we'll take a break and we shall be right back on Father Anthony wins
1: a change on M750 WNDZ. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy. St. Stan's is an exceptional private elementary school in Chicago, serving preschool, age three and four, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, kindergarten, and first grades. We incorporate Catholic values and rigorous academic social-emotional learning, Chinese, Spanish, STEM, and more providing our students with leadership and life skills to transform our world. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy is conveniently located one block north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. To schedule your tour, visit ststandschicago.org. ststandschicago.org.
0: We are the students of St. Stan's Academy.
1: Your children can join them for face-to-face classroom instruction. Visit ststanschicago.org to find out how.
0: And you're listening to the Winds of Change.
1: This is Catholic Schools Week, where in Catholic schools, where your child will learn faith excellence, and service, where it is possible your child can take advantage of the excellence that is St. Stanislaus Koska Academy.
2: Welcome back. Slow. I'm sorry. We should (laughs) stop doing that. All right, anyway, welcome back. So this is uh, probably... uh, So so yes, we're in uh, Catholic school. I was going to go back to the... uh, uh, Because I I began the, the week... Although we weren't on the radio, but with the uh, Catholic uh, Catholic Schools Week, but um, let me just uh, you know the, the why and the necessity of the Catholic school. Uh, why? Why the nece- why Why the necessity of the Catholic school? If the school is true to itself. So, yeah, let me go back uh, a week before, you know, to last Sunday. Uh, Because this whole week, throughout the United States, we've been celebrating Catholic Schools Week with the theme, United in Faith and Community. And by the way, our school this year is celebrating 150 years, Mm -hmm. uninterrupted formation of young people, and the faith of the church whose foundation is... Jesus Christ. We, t- we spoke, uh, didn't we talk about St. Elizabeth Ann Seton and St. John Newman, who were the founders of the Catholic schools in our nation in the early years of the 19th century, uh, for the purpose, for the sole purpose of safeguarding the faith against forces opposed to Catholicism. A- and today for parents who fulfill their responsibilities, as the first and the primary educators of their children, the Catholic school remains a support to them so long as the school is true to its identity and mission, and that identity and mission are woven into the life of Christ. We've got to be able to speak freely of Christ, his teachings, his redemptive suffering, his will to make disciples of his followers. Um, so today, even more, Than at the time of its inception, the growth of Catholic schools in the 19th and 20th century, it was a phenomenal growth, today more than ever we're challenged on all fronts not to compromise our faith and virtues in order to remain, quote-unquote, respectable in a radically secularized society that relegates the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, fully revealed in Jesus Christ, to the fringe of society so valor and courage to resist opposition to what we value are necessary to ensure our obligation to faithfully fulfill the dictates of the lord and remain open to god's grace which purges transforms and makes holy those entrusted to the care of catholic educators i feel like we went through this last week did we go through this last week mm-hmm. on friday I Anyway, the purpose, so we want, so if we remain under the lordship of Jesus Christ and are faithful to his prophetic office, I'm saying if, then our students will be formed to be good citizens of our land, centered in God, not in themselves, would make them radically Mm -hmm. countercultural. The gospel states clearly that Jesus taught with authority and not like the religious leaders of his day, the Pharisees, and the scribes were challenged today to resist confusion with regard to faith and virtue and to educate with a clarity that bears the full weight of God's authority. And and the weight of God's authority imposes boundaries, disciplines, responsibilities, lest we succumb to forces that oppress and possess us. In the gospel last week, you remember Jesus exercised the demons, took hold of a man, and I just—it was—I love these uh, uh, because the the demons knew him; they were the ones who knew him, and they cried out, "You know what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? We know who you are, the Holy One of God." And Jesus rebuked them and said, "Quiet! Come out of him!" And the man possessed was set free from the shackles that had him bound. So the purpose of the Catholic School is not only to ensure quality education, but to point our young people in the direction of holiness of life, discipline, and salvation. Again, salvation goes back to what David said to his son as, you know, I'm going the way of all flesh. Or Simeon, Master, now let me die in peace. My eyes have seen the salvation of my people, as he beholds the Christ in the the arms of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And so we're, now, certainly we can't, you know, a gun's not going to be pointed at anybody's head. We're free to choose within what boundaries we're going to live. But everybody's got to live, we all live within some boundaries. And uh, we either bind ourselves to the laws of God, which safeguard genuine freedom, civility, and fruitfulness. Or we bind ourselves to the, the to the deceiving spirit of the age, or the seductive spirit of the evil one, Luciferian uh, Luciferian, Luciferian spirit, which would enslave us to a multiplicity of vices, that divide, damage, and potentially destroy what, what what God wills for each and every one. And my gosh, I tell you, I listen all the time. It is just, it's it's because life is full of monotony and drudgery. And because this is a narrow path, Jesus didn't deceive us. It is a discipline because we are so stressed. It's so easy to, to take the wide road to perdition. And I don't even mean perdition. At the end, God is going to give grace sufficient for salvation, but we've got to be disposed and receptive to that grace. But, uh, but people are, and this is where the church is merciful and we, we, this is, we, I'm going use the word, accompany, we accompany people um, to, uh, you know, to help them, you know, to, to overcome their their vices, their addictions, their, their struggles, uh, and to know that God is always faithful. And if, if their heart is turned to God, even as they struggle, you fall, you pick yourself up, you keep going, you fall, you pick yourself up, you keep going, but don't throw in the towel. Stay the course, fight the good fight. You know, watch for the triggers. Every day there's challenges. We're like the weather. You know, uh, we get irritable. We get wake up on the wrong side of the bed some days, many days perhaps. And uh, you know, but God's way is not an easy way. And and it, it's uh, we weren't deceived in that regard. So, but we but we choose within what boundaries we're gonna live our lives. Um, so anyway, uh, it's, it's, because it's the will of God. You see, God's will is to draw us into the sacred story of salvation history where we're valued as worthy of making some contribution to the betterment of this world with a view to the next, to be disciples of Christ and, and inspire others to discipleship as well. And, and this is the thing that irks me to no end, is there seems to be a de-emphasis on making disciples of others to Christ. That's the mandate of Jesus himself. Go and, re- and preach repentance from sin, baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, make disciples of the nations. Bring them to me, Jesus says, because I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm God who created, redeemed, And wishes to sanctify. All right. We'll take a break, then we'll come back, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, So don't go away. We'll be right back on Father Anthony on Winds of Change, AM 750 WNDZ.
1: This is Catholic Schools Week, where in Catholic schools, where your child will learn faith, excellence, and service, where it is possible your child can take advantage of the excellence that is St. Stanislaus Koska Academy. Here is an update on the Fulton Sheen petition. We Catholics stand just inches from the goal line to have the saint we desperately need now, Venerable Fulton
2: Sheen, publicly declared blessed. Yet new obstacles keep arising to delay this from happening. The Diocese of Peoria is now requiring the unanimous support of the US bishops behind the beatification of Fulton Sheen before a new date is set for the ceremonial mass. This has never been necessary in the church's history the Fulton Sheen Movement's petition drive to set a new date soon for Sheen's beatification mass now has 10,000 Catholics from around the world clamoring for this. We need this voice magnified by hundreds of thousands more Catholics, and you can help us do that. Take action. Go to FultonSheenMovement.com and sign the petition and share it everywhere, because everyone agrees that we need Blessed Fulton Sheen now more than ever.
1: Bye now and God love you.
2: So true. Yeah. <laughs> we need him. <laughs> okay, Father Anthony, welcome back. We're going to wrap up. Yeah, so the why and the necessity of, of, of the Catholic school, the realism, the depth of Catholic faith, the Catholic faith is so deep, it counters the falsehood and the superficiality of the world in which we live, a world that's passing away. As I said at the beginning, you know, you could, the world may go on a million years, but our days are numbered. And there have been, and I think everybody realizes this, innumerable articles written on the tragic isolation and loneliness, along with the depression and anxiety many people suffer today, young people. This is unprecedented. Its cause is multifaceted. The breakdown of faith, breakdown of the family, the negative effects of social media, where exposure to entirely too much information creates confusion, and subjects the young to attitudes, images, and behaviors that militate against their overall health and personal self-worth. And I could go on and on, but uh, uh, suffice to say, their joy and interior peace are put to the test in a dangerous world whose future seems rather foreboding. I don't mean to be pessimistic, but that's what I believe if we don't see a change, a return, and that change has to be a return to God. You know, more than more than a few young people question why they are not happy, and even question why to go on living. The theme for this Catholic Schools Week was faith and community, and one cannot exist without the other. If we're true to ourselves, if we're true to God, as Jesus says, "I'm the head." The church is a body if we believe this and the body goes where the head leads Jesus never deceived us about the challenges we'd face in this life and in view of the challenges he calls us to have courage and be at peace for he's conquered the world we need only put our faith in him the first reading you're getting here on Sunday the book of Job holds back nothing of the reality of life lived in the absence of God the reading the reading leaves us on the on the precipice of despair, because Job speaks of life as a drudgery, full of misery, troubled nights that drag on, leaving him restless until dawn. He speaks of the rapidity with which life passes as our days quickly come to an end with no hope. Jesus came for the purpose of our salvation and and to point us again beyond the trials and tribulations of this life to the glories that await us if we keep faith and do our part to enter into, into, really into the rewarding work of helping each other through this world and into the next. If we believe in him, reflect on his life, see ourselves through his eyes, we welcome the challenges before us and we fight the good fight, with loving sacrifice to safeguard the communion we have as members of the mystical body of Christ. In Mark's Gospel, as you're going to hear on Sunday, Jesus reflects for us two things that should that should characterize the lives of us all. First of all, he was in the company of his disciples and allowed people the privilege of having a closeness to him. And secondly, He sought out quiet places away from people and away from the noise and distraction to pray. One feeds off the other. We need one another in the knowledge that we're all afflicted in some way or another. We also know the demons are everywhere, but in Christ, they're driven away. So long as we allow Jesus possession of our lives, we have a a protective shield to ward off the harm they can do to us. But without prayer... Without the sacraments, we'd flounder in confusion and with no direction, no real direction. So, um, St. Paul, he says, We fulfill an obligation to live and preach the gospel in the hope that others will live in the hope of salvation with the knowledge that Christ brings good from evil, light from darkness, and life from death. So the Catholic school... As with the parish, in essence is a sanctuary where the seeds of faith are planted and the soil is cultivated lest we forget from where we come, in whom we should live, and where we should go. Ideally, what should characterize our communion in Christ is also what defines a sacred communion of marriage and family. We flourish only to the extent that we remain under the lordship of Jesus, of Jesus Christ. It's a joint effort to lay the foundation in the hope that those we love and serve will be disposed and receptive to build on the foundation, which is Christ. And as he said, he's a realist. He did, again, Jesus, the Lord never deceived us. There's I love about the, the faith. We were never deceived. The world will deceive us, the flesh will deceive us, the devil's a deceiver, a seducer, he creates the illusion, he's also the accuser. Jesus never deceived us. The rain will come, the wind will blow, he warns us. But if he's the foundation, the house, it will not collapse. It will not collapse. And we had shared, I'm, gonna, I'm wondering, I wanna share this with people on Sunday, Babe Ruth's conversion story. Nice. He thanked God for his Catholic education and for a particular teacher who kept him at the end in the faith. Okay, everybody, thanks so much for being with us. Have a nice weekend. Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Peace be with you. Ciao.